With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live on SEN Top End, 16-11 a.m. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raf Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horndarwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End. Robbie, the guru, Hale, Eddie's one of our favourite segments here at Fridays in the Top End. And that is the SEN Top End 10, where we talk about the rolling list of the top 10 footballers in the Northern Territory Football League competition. So we started that a fortnight ago. We did it all last season. This is our second instalment for the 2023-24 season. Are we going to start with the honourable mentions now, or would you like to do that after we go with our 10 and maybe build the suspense a little bit more? It's up to you. Yeah, I'd rather do it after. Okay, number 10. Uh, number 10 is Brennan Kiertilla. A new um, entrant. New entrant, the captain of the Tui Bombers. He's been... Um, he's got... He's leading their disposals, I reckon, mm, um, getting a fair bit of it and obviously getting on the scoreboard as well. So Brendan Cantilla comes in at 10. Yep, so a very good player, Brendan Cantilla, one that has probably slipped under the radar. If you're talking about most underrated players in the competition, I think his name could be mentioned there. Um, very good running carry player, as we know, with a lot of Tiwi footballers, but he also has that tough sort of hard edge about him too. I think he's a good leader out there. Um, I was listening to... Like, he did give away one downfield free kick on the weekend, but in general, I thought his voice and direction was pretty good. Um, and, yeah, adds a little bit of grunt um, to Tiwi Bombers' Brennan Cantilla, so a very good player there. And as you mentioned, hitting the scoreboard. Number nine... Number nine is uh, Scooter Carlin, Scott Carlin. So he's averaging 25 disposals at 80% disposal mm. efficiency and probably, for me, has been um, Waratah's most consistent sort of small midfield type. Yep. Is he playing across the back line like he was last season or is he spending much more time in the midfield from what you've seen? No, nah, more midfield, I think. But yep. I think that's through Ed Morris being out injured as well. and There's been so a few spots and Dill Collis has sort of stayed back as well. Yeah. So he's been a good player, Scott Carlin, uh, second year at the club, I believe. And, yep. yeah, played a good season last year as well and was an important member of that premiership team. Number eight? Number eight is Matt Johnston. Another new entrant. New entrant, yep. So Matt Johnston's been quite prolific, really, for Southern Districts, um, along with Jed Anderson as well. They've really gone to another level. Mm. and. Um, just trying to look up his stats here, but uh... he's a contested ball-winning beast. I think he had something like 20 contested possessions last weekend, which was the most competition-wide. Yeah, he's averaging about 26 disposals at the moment, mm. Matt Johnston. But he's in the last two weeks, he's um, yeah, he's really dominating. So yeah, so that definitely was one to watch on Sunday for you boys. Oh, definitely. That was the hot tip I got from uh, one of my mates who's pretty heavily involved in the Ballarat Football League, and he said, "Hey, this guy's a genuine gun." And we've all heard that, Rob. We've all heard about you know, superstar players down south coming up. But he said, nah, this Johnston's got something about him. He's a clearance-winning machine. He's been dominating the Ballarat League for a while. And looks like he's taken his good football um, up to the territory with him. Number seven. Number seven is Bo Swartz, mm -hmm. Southern District's uh, half-forward flanker. Um, had a quieter game last week, um, but he's, you know, probably Southern for mine, Southern District's most consistent player so far and playing the five games and averaging 21 disposals across half-forward. Um, pinch hitting in the midfield. So Bo Schwartz, a, a local player there. Yep, I like players like Schwartz as well. So 
when you come up against Southern Districts, if you're talking about players to tag, he might not be the first one that springs to mind, but if you let him run around doing his own thing, he's going to cut you up and probably get his 25 touches and a couple of goals. So Bo Schwartz, uh, one of the more improved players in the competition so far. Obviously, we spoke to Shannon Rusker, his coach, last week, who was very happy with his young players' performance. So Bo Schwartz, number seven. Number six. Uh, number six is Brody Philo. Familiar name, Doesn't that one. need a massive introduction, no, Brody. Um, but... You know, he's averaging quite high numbers. I'm just trying to get his stats up here because this is the system's not... One of the, the players at Nycliffe that I know told me, they said, hey, does Brody Philo normally seem this fit? There's just something about him this year. He seems like he's as fit as he's ever been. So that's good signs if you're a Nycliffe person. Yeah, definitely. A fit Philo. Um, yeah. Um, well, he's averaging over 30 disposals a game mm. at the moment, which is really high. Um, but <coughs> it's obviously tricky when you've got the buy situation as mm. well because he he's had the buy on the weekend so um but you know he's still Nycliffe's best player um yep. at 33 a Nycliffe champion all right the top five this is where it gets a bit juicy this guy's form's been outstanding that's Nate Paredes um the Saints not skipper anymore is he no he's not skipper Lant is Lant um averaging 25 disposals doesn't have a high kicking efficiency but that's not sort of how St Mary's play they sort of rush the footy in from a mm. midfield perspective and it's not about kicking efficiency going forward for that, um, more chaos. But Nate Paredes is topping, um, if you're going through the player rankings, right below Dylan Lant on um, night vision, mm. um, that, you know, that thing they do. That's, that, um, like the ranking points. The ranking up, points. Yeah, all the yeah, different statistical They've got categories. him second to Dylan Lant. So he has had an outstanding year, and he's definitely had a lot better season and start to the season than last year. Yep, so here's another one that could be slipping under the radar a little bit in regarding Nichols' medal votes. Hasn't got the coveted award just yet. Of course, his teammate Dylan Lant took it out last year. But, yeah, Paredes is a very good player and has been for a long time. Number four. Number four is big Arnold Kirby. So Arnie's just... Um, dominated again dominated. on the weekend. Yeah, does help a bit when some sides struggle with Ruckman and that sort of thing mm. as well. Um, but there's no doubt that a lot of people would have Matty Dennis above him, but... Right now, for the games that he's played and the consistency, he's the number one ruckman yep. um, on form. And we must reiterate, and we still clash, Rob. We've been doing this list. This is our idea, and we still clash about the definition over this list. But it is a list that is based on form. That's the main criteria about this. So if anyone's thinking, how could you have Arnold Kirby in front of Matt Dennis? You're saying that Arnold's basically on, in form ahead of him right now. And obviously Dennis is a bit of a complicated one because of the amount of games he's playing as a fly-in. But yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a current list, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, I'd be very surprised if Arnold Kirby wasn't leading Waratah's best and fairest right now. So, no. um, you know, just putting that out there. Who knows? He could be winning... Could be leading the Nichols. Yeah, got the right sort of got the right. Never votes. know how those votes Never go. Know how yeah. they go. Number three. Uh, number three is Baxter Mench. Um, Baxter's obviously averaging. Geez, what's that? About thirty-eight-ish. I don't know. Thirty-five. Well, I'm trying to do my maths here. I think he, <laughs> I think he was averaging thirty-five point five after two, and then had forty-four on the weekend. Yep, sounds about right. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's... Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. 36, 37. I, I think for the benefit of the people listening, we might not do maths on the fly. We'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll yeah. be here all morning. Yeah, so he's averaging yeah high 30s. Um, but, Somewhere around there. You know, obviously he's a bit of a clearance beast and um, pretty good at 
ground ball gets and that sort of stuff and definitely adds a lot to the Buffalo's midfield and um, has been good for him in those wins. Look yeah. forward to see how he goes this week against districts. No, exactly right. Baxter actually gets you on the spread. He's really good at reading the play and being that player sort of, you know, a kick or two away from the contest that can just link up and, and attack, you know, generate many attacking opportunities for the Buffaloes. But 44 possessions, they're just huge numbers. So no debate there with number three, Baxter Mench. The top two. Our top two is second is Jared Stokes. So that's remained stable? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, no, that, that's one. changed, but the top two has remained stable. Oh, yep. Sorry, we've spoiled it a little bit here. I've, I've jumped the gun a bit. But Jared Stokes, number two, the buff skipper, has dropped from his number one placing, which is what we had him uh, when we did this a fortnight ago. Um, but still playing good football, still leading the way for a team that is undefeated at the moment. So I don't think there'd be a lot of complaints about Jared being in the top two. No, definitely not. Um, he had 21 touches on the weekend. Um, one goal, not. I don't think he would, would have been in the best three or four for you guys, really. No. Um, so Probably he had a bit of a quieter game, and then you also had in that he's had the bye the week before, and that's where the bye yeah. gets tricky. It, it um, does. So, yeah, but obviously you've spoiled number one. Yeah, who is number one? Uh, Dill Lance. Probably wasn't much of a surprise, really, if you follow the list closely. Like, he's just that such of a gun. He was number one on our list for most of last year. I don't know when he got into number one list last year. It would have been pretty early in the season as well, I imagine. But, geez, he's a phenomenal footballer. Averaging, what's his averages? I don't know if you have his stats up, but he'd be a 30 plus guy as well, I imagine. Uh, um, five games, 150 disposals, that's 30. 30 on the dot. So, yep. yeah, very good player. And kicking goals too, Rob, kicking goals. So, um, I, and I think every side puts work into him. It's mm. just really do, hard yeah. to continue. I, th- I think you need someone that's a genuine runner. Yeah, he's a running um, machine, isn't he? Yeah, and I, and I think it, um, he did look like he got lost on Friday night when, you know, when they were kicking out the player that was on him sort of went to the zone and then he was the one that instrumented, inst- was instrumental in getting those transition ball movements happening. So if you're going to run a tag, go the whole way, mm. at least, as a minimum. Well, it's interesting in round one, I think it was, where you were talking about how some people from the Nycliffe camp were saying that they tried to limit Lance's disposal efficiency. How do you do that? Is that about getting a player that can run with him on the outside and, and you know, just make sure that Lance can't get into these dangerous spots so all these touches are the ones on the inside? How do you how do you do that? Like, we played Dylan Lance in a couple of weeks, Rob. I'm trying to pick your brain here on, on how we stop this player. Yeah, it, it's about every time when him and Nate get the football, trying to put as much pressure on him as possible. Mm. Um Maybe kicking efficiency is a stat that might be a bit overrated a bit when you're looking at these numbers, but um, I think that's what Nycliffe sort of credited some of their, you know, the chaos balls and the missed goals from St. Mary's. Um, but looking back on that game now, you know, clearly Saints probably should have won that game, but they didn't. Um, but, yeah, that's something they do. And I think last year in the final series, the tags were done quite effectively with him. Um, mm. But Nate Paredes wasn't Staunton in. did a good job. Yeah, Staunton did. But Nate Paredes wasn't in the form that he's in now back no. then. And they've got a couple of other midfield options now as well with Seth Harris on the wing. Plus, even Lamb was struggling um, with an injury last year, I think. Yeah, he was. And then his ace card is now that he can go forward. But mm. I don't know if he'll... You know, at the moment, he pretty much runs out most of the game on the ball. I don't think he comes off very often. Yeah, look, I'll obviously back, you know, I'm a biased player. We've got Buffalo's players at two and three, and I'll back those players in against anyone in the competition. But I can't argue with you with Dylan Lane at number one. He's just a mm-hmm. phenomenal footballer. Has really quickly turning himself into a Saints champion, Saints legend, and that's a very hard thing to do. So building a great career. Still only, what, 23 years old? 
Yeah, he's about which that. Which is yeah, very young for a dominant player up here, so doing very good. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't know if there was a list that we have discussed more thoroughly uh, in, in our group chats during the week than this one. We had a bit of back and forth during the week about who perhaps should have been on the list, and, and we've changed the list a few times over the course of the week. We've had our other friends, you know, give their input and do their little top-end 10s. And, um, it, it, do you want to go through some of the honourable mentions? So who are the players that weren't in this list that you reckon might, you know, rustle my feathers a little um, bit? I think Calder, um, Jed Anderson, uh, Brand is going to be coming. Um, one of the Waratah boys, probably. So... I want to talk about Matt Dennis, right? So yep. Matt Dennis has played the same amount of games as Baxter Mench. So if I, if you're including Baxter Mench, I would argue that you need to include Matt Dennis. Um, is I'm, I'm not trying to be too harsh here because there's all, it's so much easier to criticise a list than just to sort of put yourself your own one forward. But what, what's the reasoning behind that? Because Dennis, for mine, has a couple of clear best on grounds. Do you think maybe in that St Mary's game he probably underperformed and, and two very good games just isn't quite enough after five rounds um, to get in this list? Because I know you do rate him as a footballer. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think against St. Mary's, going up against an undersized Ruckman, I think he should have been probably better. Um, and and they, all those districts did give him third or fourth best. St. Mary's gave the bloke that played on him fourth best as well, mm. which was quite um, interesting. But Do you still take him over Arnold Kirby if there's a game tomorrow? Yeah, definitely would, I reckon. Um, I think so too. As and he was pretty dominant Arnold. against Pints, but everyone sort of dominated in that one. Um and then obviously, yeah, he played a right against Tiwi, 20 disposals. Yep. yep. He was good against Tiwi from, from memory watching that game. Hey, we do need to go to the news, Robbie. So stay with us at SEN Fridays on the top end.